Video Gamer Podcast number 404, 23rd, actually no, 24th, when you're listening to this. 404 error, page not found. Yeah, 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 this is the error cast, yeah, everything's going to go wrong. Excellent. Yeah, irreparably fucked up, so that should be fun to look forward to. So, business as usual. Business as usual, yeah, no big changes. Uh, I'm Josh Wise, you're Rich Walker, as ever. Hello, yeah. Um, We've been playing some video games and we're going to talk about them, but Mm -hmm. first... Just a little update. I've heard that you've tried to uh, repair a SNES controller and it's all gone tits up for you. Yeah. Well, I bought a refurbished Super Famicom controller for my SNES <laughs> and it worked like a dream. And yeah. I've had this official you know, UK SNES controller knocking about for a while that the start button's broken on. And I was like, well, you know, if it's possible to refurbish it, I'll have a go myself. It doesn't work anyway. Yeah. Got my little screwdriver yeah, yeah, yeah. out, uh, got into it. Couldn't see anything wrong actually. Don't know why it's not working. But I cleaned all the buttons and everything, you know. And I was dead chuffed with myself. I was about to put it together, and the right little shoulder button snaps. The little hinge comes off it. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, for f- like I'd done everything. <laughs> it was lovely and clean. It was pristine. I was putting it back together. I thought, you know what? It's fine. I'll glue it. And I ended up gluing my fingers together, gluing my fingers to the plastic, <laughs> gluing everything except the bit that needed to be glued. Why is super glue so bad? Why is it so good at gluing skin it's, together, but not yeah. the thing you want to glue? <laughs> it's long been a point of frustration. Great for gluing gluing things to your head or to your hands yeah. that shouldn't really be there, but yeah. um, you know, so, famously goes wrong when you need it to go wrong. Exactly. Yeah, so I did manage to glue it, and then it was slightly askew. <laughs> So I tried putting it back into the controller and it was like, no, I'm not having this. I'm a precision-made yeah. thing. You can't just glue <laughs> glue it together, you know, roughshod yeah. and hope it works. So I had to of snap course. it again and it's it's here and I need I to clean off all the excess glue and start again. You should just buy a new one, to be honest. I mean, it would be a lot less heartache. It'd but, be a lot less hassle. And probably not that expensive, really. It's No, but it's a it's a point of pride now. I want but, to do it. I'm going to get some I think if you turps, do it... Clean it up. Do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. I think, I think if you do it, mm. it's good as a kind of like a, you know, I fixed it. Look at yeah, me. Cheers. Exactly. Thank you very much. That's but what it's I mean. bad for It's bad for playing, though, because you're always in the back of your head. If I did that, I'll always be like, oh, this is the gammy controller with a lot of bloody glue in it. So if this goes wrong, mm. <laughs> I'd always have that on the edge of my mind. Like, oh, is this going to fuck up when I'm in the middle of a game? The thing was, though, <laughs> when know? it did glue, and it was glued slightly skewed, the, yeah. It was a good tight bond. It felt solid. I had to physically, yeah. you know, yeah. snap it yeah, proper yeah. to to get it back to where it was. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Um, so do know. you remember Prit Stick? Yeah, that wouldn't work. But I do remember no, Prit no. Stick very well. No, that, that that wouldn't that wouldn't work at all. Do I always kept a little like... Prit Stick in my pencil case, so if anyone ever oh. needed one, I was there with a little Prit Stick. Yes, yeah. And also, it used to smell really good, but obviously you shouldn't sniff glue, so that was dangerous. But I remember when we were in school, the kids would always like smell Pritt Stick, because like, it smells really good. I can't imagine but, Pritt um, Stick's that harmful, is it? I don't want to... I mean, still actually, don't sniff it, but I can't yeah, imagine I mean, it's don't that go, bad. Well, do, do you know what's mad? I think a few years ago, I was in I was in uni, and someone had a bloody Pritt Stick. Who knows why? Who, who's got Pritt Stick in uni? Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> someone had a Pritt For Stick. For making a collage. In some <laughs> yeah, for my thesis, yeah. Uh, someone had one for whatever reason, and I was like, oh, let's have a sniff of that. And they were obviously like laughing at me, and I'm like, well, I'm not like, you know, there's a whole stigma. It's like sniffing glue. It's like, well, I know I am literally sniffing glue, but I'm not, you know, sniffing glue, quote unquote. I mean, it's just yeah. Pritt Stick's got that, you know, 
Um, and I think they changed the smell of Pritt no. Stick. Oh, yeah. shocking. Because of, because, presumably, because kids are probably huffing it like mad. Um, <laughs> but it used to be glorious. That, and also uh, smelly gel pens. Do you remember the, when they I were do. all rage? Yeah, I do remember yeah. those. Yeah, 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 Pop- yeah, yeah. Popcorn was the white one, and then everyone else. Uh, and the pe- people loved it. All like the rage. The, it's all the sort of melon and strawberry. Yeah. Those kind yeah, of yeah, uh, watermelon. Scents. I remember, I remember mm. popcorn being being big time, and <laughs> kids used to like scribble scribble it on their like hands just so they could like smell it on their hands. It's so stupid thinking <laughs> yeah. back on it. Erasers but, as know. well, scented erasers. Oh, I don't yeah. remember those. Do That's not? quite cool. No, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like scented stuff. Not so much all the rage these days, no. but what do I know? Maybe maybe they are in, in amongst the younger crowd. You know? Who knows? Who knows? We're so we out of touch, Josh. Sort of... We're old. I know. I know. It's true. We need to get, like, scented games, by the way. We need to get, like, a games console that sort of puffs out an aroma, depending on... Like, do you remember... Um, I think it was, like... was It It was big in the 1960s. They had, like, Sensoround. Do you remember that? And the cinemas... Well, Wasn't not, it kind of a... Um... I suppose you weren't alive, but, but mm. like... They used to like pump stuff into the cinema, yeah. like you know, smell the smell of whatever. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did they do it for like some thing. Vincent Price horror films or something? <laughs> yeah, I think they did. There was like the smell of smoke or something like that. Mm. I remember for like Resident Evil Seven, they had those candles that were supposed to smell like dead people or something. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. Uh, it yeah. Was like, so, but I don't think that was available to the public. I think that was just like a press thing that they sent out. To yeah, why, why would publicity. you want that? <laughs> I don't know a relaxing bubble bath and a, and a scented candle of like cadaver. Yeah, yeah. Not very relaxing, but there you go. Mm. But yeah, I've just eaten a little a uh, little slice of apple apple cake. By the way, while we've been on the air, skillfully while you were talking, I was I mean, just munching. What other podcast can you listen to where we go from fixing a SNES controller to uh, having a nice little bit of apple cake? Having also, a lovely bit of apple cake. Can yeah. I just say that? Apparently, no one in America calls the Super Nintendo a SNES. No, they don't. It's a real British thing. Yeah, yeah. Everyone they call like, it the it's SNES. It's not called a SNES. The SNES. No. Yeah. No. Fuck off. No, Sorry, right. you fucked it. Yeah, it's the NES and it's the SNES, but especially the SNES. Would you like to know what else I discovered uh, while Go I was on. fixing the controller? They all use the same cases, Josh, because inside you've got the little uh, labels. And at the top it says lavender, and at the bottom it says purple, and then it's got red, oh. green, yellow, blue as well. Oh, really? So, yeah. There well, you go. Well, do you know what? Inadvertently, you <laughs> might have solved a years-long debate. I don't oh, yeah. know if you remember. Go on. Certainly with the, with the, with the, uh, with the Nintendo GameCube, um, and I think also the, uh, the original model of the, of the Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. there was the great <clears throat> debate between, you know, is it purple or is it blue? Now, I would say, well, it's purple. Um, yeah. But I think the colour of the GameCube was listed on some shops and something as like a sort of, not royal blue, but like sort of like Nintendo blue or, or, or something like that. But you yeah. just, in, in you exposing the little lavender purple signifiers, that may clue people in, put the debate to bed, you know? I always thought it was purple. I didn't think I, there I, was much debate. but I would say it's closer to purple than blue, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, um, there we go. We've we've cracked it. Yeah. Debate <laughs> over. You heard it here <laughs> first. <laughs> debate over. Right. Well, on that note, I've got to. Uh, well, actually, no. There, there won't be much debate in the next segment. To be honest. Well, actually, there might be. I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, about what I've been playing. 
and then you can tell me what you've been Ooh. playing, and then that'll be the what we've been playing segment. Uh, Excellent. The listeners that, that sounds good, that. There was a horse magazine, and the song was I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses. Does everyone else remember that? I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses, they're my friends. What does that mean? What we've been playing. I've been playing uh, some good shit. First of all, I'm going to update you on my Breath of the Wild, right? Just because. Yeah. I know it's like four years old, and I know that I'm probably going to say a bunch of stuff that everyone already knows, right? Mm. So I'm not I'm not going to talk at any length about Breath of the Wild, but I will keep you abreast of developments just with a little just with a little tidbit every okay. now and again. Okay. So there was I can't remember if I said it last week, but there was a shrine, you know the little sort of puzzle shrines where you have to like do a little thing. You got to like I don't know. Yeah, spin a thing, and I, I know, did about three of them, I think, before I uh, before I stopped playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. I told her there, there was a friend of mine who listens to the podcast, and he was like, "Oh, I knew." I thought when Rich said he kind of like bounced off Breath of the Wild, he was like, "Oh, I sort of in my head, I kind of presumed he must have spent like you know, I don't know, ten hours or something." But then he heard that you didn't actually get out of the Great Plateau, and he was no. like, "Wow." <laughs> That's, that's yeah. mental. I reckon I spent maybe three hours with it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 incredible. But but let's let's not get into that. But mm. what I will say is, so there was this whole uh, puzzle thing, which I think involved spinning rotors or something, and and you had to roll a ball so that it like got over to the other side of this of this puzzle course, right? And uh, this is why I kind of love it. So. The little ball thing that you had to roll was in like a a sort of con convex uh, dish. Yeah. Or is it con or is it concave? Concave. What do you call convex it when- is a bump. Ah, right. Okay. Well, it was concave then. Yeah. That was an oxymoron. Um, that a conca- a convex <laughs> dish. A convex dish. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, like it doesn't make sense. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. Well. Anyway, so but the dish that it was in mm-hmm. made a natural little sort of ramp, I suppose. And I, I realised this, and uh, I used a little... There's a thing that you get called, like, a stasis rune, which is basically where you freeze something in time. I think I got that. And you will have gotten it, yeah. yeah. And uh, when it's frozen, you can, like, whack it with your weapons, and it builds up, like, a force in the object, so that when it unfreezes, that force is, like, suddenly exerted. Yeah. And to, to my delight, I just tried this thing, and it worked. So I froze the ball, got positioned myself behind the ball so that I was aiming at the shrine's exit or at the little dish that I had to get the ball onto, froze it, whacked it, built up like a massive force, like an arrow kind of tells you how strong the force is that you've got on there. Mm. And then I leapt onto the ball and like grabbed it with with the little, because you can sort of grab any surface basically in that game. And when it unfroze, it launched like up into the air and just just to the exit, and I just leapt off it and then triggered the little glider thing and then landed and stuff. That's satisfying. Bypassed the whole thing, bypassed the whole puzzle. Didn't really? have to do any of it. Wow! Yeah. That's How some amazing is that? That's like, yeah, mm. yeah. But I love the way that that's in the game. It's like it's like Deus Ex on the PC or something. Like, do you remember that whole thing with Deus Ex when it was like? You can put 
the wall mines on the wall and yeah. use the wall mines as stepping stones to climb stuff. And <laughs> I remember when people people figured that out and just bypassed huge chunks of the game. But that kind of open design, oh, blew my mind. Anyway, that's my Breath of the Wild update. Excellent. More next more next week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, hang on. Before I get on to because I've been playing, I'm allowed to talk about now... Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Ooh, yeah. Given that the time this this broadcasts out to the good people, the review embargo will be lifted. Head to videogamer.com, read my review, but I'll talk about it a little bit. But what have you been playing? Because I believe you mentioned popping into the old uh, Doom DLC. Yeah, so the intention is to try and review it at some point. Mm. Although I've got a Resident yes. Evil 25th anniversary feature on the go as well, so we'll see. Nice. But yeah, um, The Ancient Gods. I'm only on part one at the moment. But part two came out last week, so I'm I'm uh, intending to uh, finish those. And I just forgot so how great are, Doom Eternal is. It's just so much fun. These are like story things for Doom Eternal, right? Yeah. Like story campaign chunks, I guess. Yeah, basically the, the the gist of the story is you have to locate the Seraphim to help seal hell off for good or something. Yeah, it doesn't okay. really matter, does it? Basically, loads of demons to kill, kill all the demons... <laughs> get the keys, yeah. go through the doors, boom. Classic. Um but yeah, it's just it's just great to um rediscover that sexy gameplay loop and those big yeah. chunky guns and those crazy executions and it's just perfectly pitched, isn't it? It's just It mm. is. It's a it's it's an incredible thing. Do you know what's really cool about uh well actually no, it's not cool. It's kinda scary to be honest with you. Yeah. When I was reviewing uh Doom Eternal I remember talking to you about it in the office. Oh God! Well, when was it? Was it I was thinking, last? Was it last year? March. Yeah, it was March twentieth. So basically, yeah. a year ago, like yesterday. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like time flies. But it's really funny because I associate like the beginning of lockdown with Doom because yeah. I, I reviewed Doom Eternal, and then I wrote. It wasn't a review, but it was kind of like a, a sort of gushing feature on Doom sixty four that was finally oh, yeah, released through official channels mm-hmm. uh, in the wake of Doom Eternal, which was actually, to me, that was more exciting. I, I enjoyed that game more than Doom, <laughs> right. than Doom Eternal, because I'm a massive nerd, but also because it's a, 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 an intriguing little slice of gaming history. But as I was, I think, before or around that time, I was also just playing through all of the Doom games. I got Doom 1 and 2 and even Doom 3, and I just went on a massive Doom marathon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, early lockdown for me. Just doom, 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 doom. But do you recommend these uh, these little DLC chunklets? Is it basically just more doom? Based on what I've played so far, yes. But, you know, ah, how could okay. that be considered a bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could just play Doom Eternal again, actually. How much are these chunklets? Are they available on Game Pass? Ooh, no. Um, I think you can get a year one pass. You might mm. get a discount if you're a Game Pass member. I'm not sure. But okay. um, the yeah the price of the yeah you do you get a ten percent discount if you're a Game Pass member on Xbox. Um, oh. It's thirty dollars, so twenty five quid. Um, or you can buy each one for like sixteen quid. Oh, okay. So they're they're fairly um, sixteen seventeen. I mean that's quid. Yeah, that's the, not cheap cheap, is it? They're fairly meaty then. Well, I think the first half is about five hours long, and the second half is slightly shorter, three to four hours, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so, okay. you know, you get, not you know, too yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might um, I might hop on again. I want to play Doom Eternal again. In my memory, mm-hmm. The that game is, like, excellent. 
but also I seem to remember just sort of like a bit a bit silly on the story, really. I mean, obviously, as you pointed out just like two minutes ago, it's like, well, who actually cares what's going on? There's, there's a load of demons and you just got to shoot them. Yeah. And, but I do remember, and that was 2016 Doom was like fucking brilliant for that. But I remember Doom Eternal, they were like, yeah, we're, we're actually going to have like a quite, quite a few cutscenes and like a fairly involved story that kind of delves into who or what the Doom Slayer is. And I remember thinking at the time, like, do we need this? This is a bit funny. <laughs> like, like it, it doesn't, like, hurt the game massively. Well, no. it hurts it a little bit. I just thought it was a bit, like, why have we got all these cutscenes? Just, just let me shoot stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. but the the gameplay is obviously just, like, great. great. It's still It's still really good. I think... I probably prefer its play to Doom 2016 because it's just the same, but it just has a bunch more stuff in it. Yeah, right? yeah. But in terms of the flavor and like the uh, the UAC and the hell and stuff, I prefer the vibe of Doom 2016. If that's fair to say, I think um, the two things are like maybe. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know about that. I w- I did go back to Doom before I, did, uh, I reviewed Eternal. Oh yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, it felt. I don't know, maybe slower, a little less meaty, which is weird to say because, yeah, that that game wasn't you know lacking in <laughs> yeah. violence and heft sure. and weight. But um, mm. I don't know. I felt maybe it's because the Doom Slayer's a bit more nimble. He's got like his air dash and things like that. Oh, and that, oh, yeah, that's right. The grapply thing on his shotgun, right? Yeah, as well. yeah, the super shotgun with the little meat hook. Yeah, yeah, which you can like ping towards enemies. And stuff. Eternal, yeah, they sped it up, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they sped it up, and Eternal it, they gave you more kind of options, sort of let you be a bit more versatile. Yeah, all the secondary fires and things, and just the array of weapons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's great. I tell you what, I remember pissing me off though. What's that? The bastard enemy with a hammer and a shield. I took one of those on this morning while playing, and yeah. um, they've added a new like little animation where if you hit him during his little mm. window, he has like a little dizzy kind of swirly thing over his head and a little sound. So is like a, oh, yeah, an extra signifier. That. I don't remember that being in the game originally. Yeah. Was it? I think it, well, well, I, I mean, I, rem- uh, I remember the thing you just said and I haven't played it since I reviewed it, so oh. I guess it must have been. I mean, unless I'm mistaken, but yeah, I remember the little sort of thing that flashes up above his head. Well, maybe I played at a higher difficulty when I reviewed it and I've knocked it down perhaps, I don't know. Oh, could be. I tell you what, that game is it, like it was tough, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty hard. Even on like, like I remember towards the end, there's that nutty boss that's like, like an angel sort of thing. Oh, that they boss sort of is huge. These... Yeah, 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 yeah. It was tough. Anyway, good shit, good <laughs> shit. I will. Uh, I want to get into those DLCs at some point, but we shall see. Yeah. Do you think they'll do another Doom? By the way, was Eternal like they're they're like we're done with this? Like this is I, great. This is the send off. I didn't get that impression. I, I don't think so. I mean, Doom yeah. is. Why, why would you abandon this incarnation of Doom? It's, it's, for me, the purest and best Doom. It is, but do you not think as well that it's? I mean, it's a bit like saying, I mean, why would you abandon Uncharted? It's wildly successful. I think the answer is well, creative people want to do new things, and it's a very talented studio. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, yeah, I they do know. do other stuff, don't they? I mean, they contributed to the Second Rage. Recently, I suppose. Yeah, they did. They they, they made the first and, uh, one, um, of course. Yeah, so indeed. I don't um, know. So they could they could do like I mean, I would be kind of excited if if they were like as because as much as I I like Doom and uh, 2016 and I, and I like Doom Eternal, but if they were like we're gonna do something 
brand new. It's a bit like Naughty Dog, isn't it? It's like, yeah. would you want another Last of Us? Answer, yeah, these things are great. But also, uh, do you want them to do something brand new? Yeah. Like, maybe, <laughs> like, probably more, to be honest. Just, just I don't do know. everything. I think brand new stuff always excites me. Yeah, double your team and just yeah. do brand new yeah. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise, talking to brand new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. How do you feel about Monster Hunter generally? What's your Monster Hunter emotion? Your gauge? Hey, that was another one in that pile of PSP games. Monster Hunter, uh, whatever you the got PSP freedom? one is. Yeah, Freedom. Uh, yeah, Somewhere. it was like Monster Hunter Freedom, Monster Hunter Freedom Two, and then Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. Oh, it might have been that That's one actually. They, um, might be Unite. Unite was like the the, the last one I think. Right. The, the PSP, by the way, that's where that series took off. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Like, like the original, like I think Monster Hunter One and Two, it, mm. it was uh, on the PSP where it went crazy in Japan, and they yeah. just absolutely loved it. Mainly because handheld consoles embraced way more in Japan. People, mm. there was a whole social thing with the ad hoc multiplayer and stuff. But yeah, what's your kind of um, your your sort of general feelings toward Monster? I know you played and like really liked World. Yeah, right? I mean that's basically it. Yeah, I love that game. <laughs> um, right, I, okay. I'd like an excuse to go back to it, actually. Not that you know. There aren't plenty of excuses to go back to it, actually. I haven't, <laughs> yeah. haven't done the Iceborne stuff or any of that I was yet. just about to say, yeah, the um, the Iceborne expansion. That's a really good excuse. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just finding the time, man. There's so much stuff. And with the old eBay addiction and buying loads of old shit, <laughs> I'm not helping myself at all. I have been... Uh, i tell you what, when we get onto the news uh, segment, I've got some got some ebay because i'm thinking of uh well I'm, I'm scared of getting addicted to ebay but i was texting rich the other day yep. uh on a matter that we shall discuss uh because there's a the, there's a news story that links into this quite handily but anyway we'll get on to the dangers of ebay addiction later but yeah fair enough i played rise i liked rise it was i think uh i played it in the run-up to when video game was doing games of the year 2018 mm-hmm. it was like when i first joined and that was like um i don't think video gamer had reviewed it yeah obviously it was stretched quite thin and so it, it was sort of like do you want to just play a bunch of stuff that might be in the games of the year and my thing was all right i'll play monster hunter i uh, sorry not rise monster hunter world, world. yeah and world is obviously the one where i mean it's kind of astonishing it's Capcom's best-selling game, and it's outsold f- bloody uh, no less a game than Street Fighter Two. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is mad when you think about it. Yeah, like th- thirty years and one of the most celebrated games in history, and a game that came out in twenty eighteen has now sold more. Like that's ridiculous. But anyway, World was the sort of one where it's like much more broad appeal whatever it was in that game the sort of formula they basically cracked it right like no longer it was it was a kind of niche thing or a thing that was big in japan and picking up steam in the west with world it was just like well true to its name i guess everyone bloody loves it now basically Mm -hmm. right yeah whereas i kind of look at rise which is it's coming out exclusive to the switch and i think i'm right in saying it's coming to pc in uh, 2022 okay uh, but no plan no plans for any console stuff no um and on the surface of it i guess it's sort of like oh that's that's an odd decision you you've just had world which is like well a colossal success yeah (laughs) yeah it's like a massive success you've got these huge markets of people that have xboxes and playstations it's an intriguing decision to go you know the next big game and it really is it's not like a you know, like one of the freedom games, or it's not like a spin-off or something. It, yeah. it, it's a big, full-fat, massive Monster Hunter game that's like 
really beautiful. It's oh, it's in the RE engine, and oh god, it's yeah, just it's stunning on the like on the Switch. Like it's especially in the hands. Like I, I played it on a Switch Lite, mm. um, so it's all all handheld, and it's so sharp and it's just glorious on that screen. But yeah, I remember thinking, oh right, okay. I mean, it's a, fair enough. It's a big audience on the Switch, but it's still a curious thing, curious decision. Yeah. And then I thought, that's kind of where Monster Hunter found its footing, right? Like, it's no stranger to handhelds. And actually, it's really, really lovely on the Switch. Uh, granted, if you have a, an original Switch, you can obviously whack it on your TV as well. Mm-hmm. But, so the premise is, you're a hunter, and there's a load of monsters. <gasps> no. Yeah. They're, 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 they're diverted from the, the formula. I know, it's it's a little bit... They're shaking things up this time. Um, there is a story, yeah, uh, somewhat, but, I mean, it's nowhere near as involved as the story that we find in Doom Eternal. No, of with course. Its pl- with its pl- plentiful cutscenes. Don't but, forget all the little uh, collectible lore as well that you can read. Yes, mm. loads of stuff to read. Actually, there is there is plenty of reading material in Monster Hunter, which is kind of one of my long-running criticisms of, <laughs> of the game. Um so the pre- yeah the premise is you're a hunter, load of monsters. You're in a little village. It's sort of flavoured after like a feudal Japanese setting, but of course okay. it's Monster Hunter. So I don't know if it's even planet Earth or our history. I mean, there's you know cat people running around. So, so yeah. I don't think we have those on record, do we? There's, yeah, there's no cat pretty, people yeah. running around. Probably. Oh yeah. Yeah sure. Oh. Oh, okay, fair mm. enough then. Well, maybe mm. it is a sort of historical... Historically know, sort accurate. Of ...documentary. Account. Yeah, pop, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think we could presume it is, yeah. Um, and the format, the loop of a Monster Hunter game is is kind of brilliant. It's just kill the monster, get the stuff from the monster to make you better at killing the next monster. You, you're pottering about this village, accepting contracts from uh, a lady who's known as the Quest Maiden, which made me laugh. Um... <laughs> And you accept a contract, go out, kill something, carve it up, you know, bring it back, get yourself some nice, some nice uh, armor. Do you remember that was a whole thing in in world? You could get like fuzzy boots and a fur coat and stuff like of that. Of course, classic. Oh, I got myself some uh, some very good armors in in world. Oh yeah, I look like a badass. Yeah. You know, I was onto yeah, like the blacksmith the, uh, stuff's fun. The alpha and omega and beta armors, you know, the the next level shit. Oh, Jesus, yeah, mm-hmm. you got well into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is this is the thing with uh, with so like I, it's difficult for me not to go cross-eyed when I look at Monster Hunter for too long because it's so complicated. There's so many intricate systems and like menus that have about a hundred different things on them, all with these numbers, and I'm like, oh my god, is the do I just get the highest number? Is that good? And it's it's kind of baffling. Rise does a really good job, and what's what's won me over to it. I, I really enjoy it. Is it is surreal. And you can go to, I don't know, a little, let's call it a restaurant. I think it's officially known as a canteen. Yeah. And you can ask uh, the chefs there to cook you a meal. But the chefs are, for some reason, cats. Palicos, Bipedal yeah. cats. Palico, Palico chefs, yeah. like world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like world. Uh, only now... Well, so they, they're singing songs while they're cooking for you, much as they did in world. So that stuff, I think that a large part of its success... I don't think they're is, singing songs... That must be a new thing. Well, I remember the cutscenes triggering when you could like watch them cooking. All yeah, actually, yeah, maybe it wasn't as musical. Mm. Yeah, well, in this they they sing a song when they cook you this little bunny dango, which is like a dessert thing, and it's it's glorious. Um, but you also now have the the palamute, which is a, a dog that you can ride, um, 
and you also have a wire bug, which is like an insect, but it works like a grappling hook. So there's some new traversal features, which well, you, work really, really you nicely. You sort of had a, a zip line thing, didn't you? But it's quite did. prescribed, had, I seem to remember. Yes, it was like it could do quite specific things. In this, you can aim the wire bug at any surface, sort of zap to it, and then if you've got the right trigger held, you can you can like run up it. As long as you you've got the stamina, your mm-hmm. stamina bar drains. You can run up things, run across things, leap off things. You can even press a button to deploy the wire bug and just hover in midair, just hang in the air above your target. So it's very They've opened it up a lot more, and that makes the environments a lot more vertiginous than I remember world being, which is really nice. Yeah, it's also a lot quicker because if you're in a big involved battle with your with your foe, and then you whack them, and they they because you know sometimes like the monsters limp away if you hack them, the sort of parts break off, and they can sometimes yeah. they retreat. Try and leg it back to, to the nest. Indeed, mm. uh, whereas now. With not only the wire bug, but the palamute, you can just hop on that little sucker and race after it. So they've kind of sped it up as well. Um, the battles are as, are as involved as ever. One of the things I really like about Monster Hunter is, um, and, I, and I know this is, this is probably not, it is difficult. And there are things much, much later. I mean, you start getting to like six star, seven star quests. It's really difficult. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Like they're, they're tough, you know. But it's not, it's not like difficult, difficult like you'd get in something like a From Software game. What they tend to do really well, I think, is rather than just straight up difficulty, they go for length. They go for a kind of like, you're going to be doing this fight for like 30, 40 minutes. And it's going to be a massive tug of war between mm. you being really aggressive the monster coming after you, the monster getting tired maybe, or maybe it limps off and you have to give chase. And the feeling of of uh, of whacking, of like delivering the kind of decisive blow, mm. you know, and it kind of goes into slow motion. You get that real moment of like, it's satisfaction, but it's also relief because you've just yeah. spent half an hour doing something. <laughs> yeah. There's so, nothing worse know. though to, to fall just as it's limping and tired. That's true. And it takes yeah, you, you out and you're like, no! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's quite good in, in... I can't remember what it was like in World, but in Rise, you've got, I think, three retries on each quest. So if you fall, your little Palico cat friends come like an ambulance crew and, like, wheel you back to the start of the area that you're in. So you can then yeah. chase back after you're at, you, you know, your enemy. That's the same, but still a pain, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's... A, yeah, it's like... You, you get crestfallen mm-hmm. when that happens, for yeah. sure. Um, so, yeah, it's like... It's. I think it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's my favorite Monster Hunter game that I've played. My my criticisms of Rise really are pretty much the same as my criticism for for any Monster Hunter I've played. The ones I've played are World, Monster Hunter Two, or was it Try, which was Monster Hunter Three for the PS2. Mm. I played Monster Hunter Freedom uh, on the PSP, and broadly speaking, my criticisms of the series have always been. Um, like this is cool, but it's really, really complex, and there is lots of stuff, strategies, mechanical stuff, systems that either isn't explained in the game or isn't explained very well or in depth in the game. So lots of of that. If you want to dig into what makes the games, you know, intricate and rewarding, yeah. basically have to get on the internet and sort of like you know Google where the fans have pulled their knowledge and kind of and. I mean, how much that's a criticism of the game, I don't know. I mean, you could argue, well, I want the game to 
to give me everything I need to enjoy it inside the bounds of the game. You shouldn't rely on, on Googling things. Yeah. The good news is, with Rise, and I think as was the case with World, is that you are fully capable of muddling through and having a lot of fun without that stuff. Um, and it's greatly helped by the new mecha- by the wire bug and the palamute to speed things up and give it a really kind of open, flexible feel. Also, I should say one of the reasons that I had like the the most fun without particularly digging into its more complex systems, you can now ride the beasts, which mm. is kind of a big deal. So when when you injure a beast sufficiently, it sort of slumps on the floor and a little thing will pop up, and you use your wire bug to leap onto its back. And sort of control it like a big angry horse. Um, <laughs> and you can kind of, like a puppeteer, you kind of got the strings and you can force it to fight the other. Which is brilliant, because if you're in a big fight, yeah, one of the best things about Monster Hunter is kind of luring one monster into the path of another monster and then seeing if they'll slug it out. And, you, and often they do. Do the job for um, you. It's brilliant. And then, and then when and I just sort of watch this unfold. And then when one of them falls, I'll leap onto its back and use it to clobber the other one off and go home with two carcasses. It's brilliant. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I'm not finished with it. I should say it's a, like World. It's a really, really long game. Mm. It's ongoing, mm-hmm. but um, what, you know, well over the 20 hour mark and still having fun. Yeah, um, I would thoroughly recommend it to anyone. Well, obviously to fans, they're just going to get it anyway. But yeah, if you have a Switch and you've ever been um, curious about Monster Hunter, go for it. It is a weird game. It is a really complicated game, but it's also just kind of delightful. It's like. There's a lot of stuff going on here, but at the end of the day, I'm just watching a cat cook meals for me in a canteen. <laughs> and what's not to like about that? And what's... I mean, yeah, you just can't get that Anywhere in a else. lot of games. Mm. And that's and that's to the detriment of those games that don't offer that, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. anyway. So, yeah, completely sold on it. And it, it's pro- possibly, I was just sort of thinking, it might. I think it's my game of the year so far, yeah. really. My, my gee, that's, I mean, we're fairly early actually, into the year, but yeah, still. yeah, I was gonna say like we're in March, and actually the year's been quite quiet, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. But, but, but there you go, that's me. Um, I think it's time I loaded up the high velocity news cannon and fired a full magazine at your head. It's been a while um, since you've uh, wheeled out this particular metaphor. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's my favourite metaphor because often you know you're sort of staggering about with news fired at your head. You don't know what to think. It's quite amusing. You know? Yeah. Um, let's mm. give you the customary jingle, and then we'll get to it because there's a news story which I'm extremely upset about. I, so I know the exact one, and I am equally I bet, upset. I bet you do. Absolute I bet bastard. You do. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. News item number one. You know what it is. I know what it is. PlayStation reportedly closing debt. Da- reportedly. Mm. Reportedly. No confirmation yet, but. Anonymous source. Verified source was the. Uh, yeah. Vip, sure. Vip, yeah. I mean, I'm going to wait for official confirmation um, on the story bef- before I go mental. But. Right? There's been no rebuttal well, on, from I Sony, has the. A story no, like this, hasn't. you'd think they'd come out and go, no, we're not doing that. No, they've been, yeah, they've yeah. been quiet. Yeah. 
So Sony is reportedly closing down the PSP, PlayStation 3, and PS Vita digital shop fronts yeah. uh, this late, later this year. Um, so the move comes after. They've already made it so that you can't access those shop fronts on PC when you go onto the PlayStation yeah, the Store. It only displays... There's kind, there is kind of a way of doing it. If you kind of do a oh. Google search for like a specific game. That's how I bought the Ratchet and Clank trilogy. Oh, um, really? Yeah, you can sort of navigate to the old store. It's very strange, and you can still buy. Oh, they stuff. haven't like shut it down fully. No, it's just thing. not kind of. It's just slightly harder to access, and sometimes okay. it defaults well, back to the new store. It's a bit choppy, bit bit gammy, yeah. but doable. So the reports come from the gamer uh, who claim sources familiar with the situation say that the PS3 and PSP stores will be closed down on July 2nd, Mm -hmm. and the Vita store will follow suit on August 27th. Following those dates, owners of those consoles will no longer be able to buy games or DLC from the PlayStation Store, uh, with an announcement for the closure expected at the end of this month. So So obviously there's like, I'm hearing this news, and I'm like heartbroken, basically, because... Like the Vita is like super important to me. Yeah. I think it's an incredible console. Really, really important. Yeah. Loads of great indie games on there. Um, loads of like access to PlayStation One games, which for me is priceless. Yeah. Um, I I absolutely adore it. PSP games. There's even there's a fairly decent library of PS2 and PS3 games on there. You have got things like God of War Double Pack, the HD Pack. You've got PSP games like those old God of Wars. Um, yeah. You know, the Metal Gear HD collection, mm-hmm. Persona 4. Like, there's just so many gems. And then you go back to, like, PS1. It's, like, Vagrant Story, Chrono Cross. There's just, like... Silent Hill. <laughs> it, it's a huge blow, Silent Hill. And I don't know if what they mean is you won't be able to browse the shop and you won't be able to... to, to oh, well, they almost certainly mean that. You won't be able to browse the shop. You won't be able to buy stuff and download stuff. It sounds like what they might mean is you also can't access your old purchase list and download the stuff you've already bought. Surely not. Because if the shops... Sh- well, I don't know. Because on the Vita, I mean, we should say, first of all, you can only access these shop fronts on the PSP and the Vita and the PS3 themselves, right? In fact, actually, I think they, they, they closed the PS... I think with the PSP, you actually have to do it with a PS3 now yeah, or a PC. Right. Really? I can't remember. What the fuck? Yeah, they they closed down. The, well, the PSP shop was never brilliant, but it was functional. But yeah, on the Vita anyway, um, the shop is is your only way to get stuff. And I don't know what's going to happen in the future when you open the shop app after all this is closed down, because on the shop app, on the little three dots at the bottom, that's how you access yeah. your your downloads list. Do you know what you know? though? Right. This is this is especially galling, not only because I've suddenly rediscovered PS3, PSP, and Vita, and it's this yeah. coincides with that, which is really <laughs> yeah, yeah. annoying. But yeah, like this is an argument for backwards compatibility right here. This is why you yeah, don't yeah, yeah. kill off all your old shit. Well, or even yeah, I mean yeah, backwards compatibility, absolutely. But even even stuff that they can offer if it's just emulation. Yeah. Like, for instance, on the PS3, you could play those PS1 ROMs. It wasn't, I don't think, back compat in the traditional sense, but it was just like, you know, there's an emulator on here, and any of the PS1 games that you play, you can play on the PSP, the mm-hmm. Vita, mm-hmm. and the PS3. And if they want to put an app or something on the PS5, that'll allow you to do it. But of course, it sounds like they're, they're not really interested in doing that. This um, almost sort of smacks of the sort of arrogance that Microsoft kind of had around the time they were first releasing the Xbox One. 
Like we're oh, too yeah. big to fail kind of thing. Like so Sony are like, do you know what, fuck all that. PS4, PS5, yeah. that's our jam. If you don't like it, you know, fuck it. Yeah. Whatever. And know. it's gonna be like um PS now is gonna be like your only way to yeah. play the PS three stuff. But the yeah, the PS one ROMs and you know, a number of the kind of H D stuff. And like also, you know, any Vita games that aren't physical mm-hmm. So, for instance, like if you bought Final Fantasy X and X2, the HD double pack for the Vita, Final Fantasy X2 yeah. will be will be Ghost software. It'll be inaccessible because the cartridge for that game only contains oh, X, yeah. and it has a code for X2. So things like that, you'll just get little instances where it's like, oh shit! I unless I've downloaded it and kept it on a memory card, I actually can't ever play. Surely X2. they can't so, remove the download list. I mean that. That would just be... They'd have to add a functionality where you could access that yeah. list not inside the shop on the Vita. But, and I hope not. And by the way, you know, we've caveated the story. It's reports. Nothing's been officially confirmed. Sony hasn't come out and said this is the case. I really hope they don't, you know, fence off your access to your purchases because I've spent an awful lot of money on PSP games and yeah. PS1 games. But, and I'll say this, I'm not endorsing it and I'm not saying I'm going to do it. But it's a sad thing when they make piracy the thing that you have to turn to for conservation. Yeah, it's madness. It's going to fall to the pirates again. And I remember back in the day, you know, you hack your PSP and it's like, oh, well, you know, this is one way to play all the PS1 games, PSP games and whatever. You have to hack it. And it's like, well, you know, I could be giving money to Sony, and instead they're gonna they're gonna turn a lot of people towards potential. Well, potentially yeah. turn a lot of people towards pirate. What scrambles my ideal. brain is how quick PlayStation are to celebrate their legacy and all these great games yeah. and all these great consoles. Oh, it's twenty years since such and such, and then it's just it's all kind of forgotten. It's all just you know yeah. wiped away. It's ridiculous. Their attitude to like. Uh, their older games is, is is a really strange one and they've spoken about backwards compatibility in the past like you know with a, with quite a, a kind of flippant you know but it was always uh, people was... people like our consoles to because they like new games and it's like well yeah but you've also got some really good old games that people like to play also <laughs> xbox has proven that's not the case everyone loves going back and playing 360 and xbox games on there you know, new hardware those games yeah, are still yeah, great yeah. games just because yeah. they're not new well, uh, well, doesn't devalue them out- no, it doesn't. And even outside of that, Sony has a similar infrastructure. You can play all the PS4 games on your PS5. Mm-hmm. You've been able to play PS1 games and PS3 games and PSP games for years now. They surely have... I mean, I don't know. I don't have access to their financials. But I would guess that they get a lot of money each month for people buying PSP or PS1 games. Cheeky little fivers here and mm-hmm. there. I mean, it all adds up, right? They're not going to be getting nothing for hosting these shows. Well, shops. I've been spending money on digital games on my <laughs> PS Vita <laughs> yeah, you... and PS3, you know, over yeah. the past few weeks. Case in point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I know me yeah. alone, I'm not enough to yeah. support <laughs> that entire store, but and, still, uh, I, yeah. it's always nice to know I it's hope there. that... I hold out hope for a kind of Xbox-style backlash where... Do you remember, like, two months ago or a month ago, whenever it was, Xbox are like, yeah, we're increasing the price of Xbox whatever, live or gold. Yeah. And everyone went fucking mental. And within, like, 24 hours, they were like, fuck, we're not yeah. doing that. Never mind, sorry. We screwed like, up. <laughs> like, but the thing is, is that I worry... That the, the Rich Walkers and the Josh Wisers of this world just don't add up to a hill of beans. Yeah. I don't know if there's enough people to go, 
don't do that. I really like playing Silent Hill on the PS Vita. I don't know if there's enough of us to cause an uproar. Maybe our five if, listeners can get involved. If there's any, if there's any listeners listening to the sound of my voice right now <laughs> who are like upset at this situation, for goodness sake, get the pressure on them. We cannot let this pass. This is no. like way. I don't want to have to hack my Vita. No. Do you know what I mean? No, exactly. And you know, Fuck I've, that. I've literally just bought the Ratchet and Clank trilogy for my PS3 digitally. Uh, what, I'm going to yep. lose access to that already? No. I don't know. Well, it's there is a lot of blurry information. Like, yeah, uh, I, I would think it would be mental if you would lose access to the stuff you've already bought. Um, we just don't have enough information on no, the story. And it, and we'll, it, let, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll wait for Sony to, 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 to say something officially, but mm-hmm. wow. Anyway, the silence is deafening at the moment, Josh. The sil- <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, indeed, yeah. Uh, Xbox is planning to rebrand its name from Xbox Live to it Xbox has. Network. It has. Right. Oh, Japan's it has. Confirmed. Right, yeah. Okie dokie. Good stuff. Uh, a Pikmin mobile AR game is coming uh, from the, from Niantic, the people that did Pokemon Go. This is great news. I love Pikmin. Do you like Pikmin? Never played it. One that passed Brilliant. me by. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if it worked and worked really well, but didn't quite consume the world as much as Pokemon yeah. Go, just because Pokemon Go is a much bigger IP. But Pikmin are really, really cool. They scamper about, and seeing them in the real world via your phone's camera will obviously be brilliant. Isn't it like Hurdy Gurdy? Do you remember that? <laughs> I, I, re- I remember Hurdy Gurdy. I remember the front cover of yeah. Hurdy Gurdy, the little kid and the sort of bear behind monster Couldn't thing. It? Yeah, all good stuff. Uh, Gotham Knights delayed to 2022. Sorry. Um, to deliver the best possible experience. But a statement from them says, uh, from Warner Brothers says, we're giving the game. Uh, Giving the game more time to deliver the best possible experience for players. Thanks to the fans. Tremendous support. Uh, look forward to showcasing more of it in the coming months. I mean, you know, fair enough. COVID and that. Mm-hmm. And uh, big old game. Yeah. lot riding on it. So, yeah. we'll see. Project Athia. Yeah. Uh, has got itself a name and an intriguing trailer and premise. Um, you play as... It, it, so, it's called Forspoken. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about sure. that thing. No, I don't either. It's a bit funny, isn't it? It's like it's like avowed. Yeah, yeah. It's like what the hell? what? Yeah. Come on. Uh, <laughs> um, but you're you're going to be playing as uh, a woman called Frey Holland, uh, who's a woman who finds herself in a fantastical world known as Athia. Uh, she has to learn to survive against the beasts roaming the land. Uh, she has sort of uh, superpowers. She has to take on treacherous uh, trials while harnessing those powers. She's going to be portrayed by Ella Belinska who was in the 2019 version of Charlie's Angels, which I didn't see. No, I don't um, think many people did, so I, to be fair. No, I don't think many did, and I, so I can't vouch for it. But I did watch the trailer, and it's fantasy and dragons and that, but she's just in trainers. Is this Charlie's she, Angels like she's talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a departure. A wild departure yeah. from, the, from the formula, yeah. <laughs> So I watched this trailer for... Uh, was it Elizabeth Banks who did that? Yeah, Charlie's yeah it was, thing. yeah. Anyway, uh, trailer looks... For, well, the trailer for Forspoken mm. looks looks nutty because mm-hmm. there's a load of dragons and that flying around, fantasy shit. But then this woman, she's running around in like trainers and jeans and she's like, is that a dragon? What's going on? So it's kind of cool. It's like she's zapped there from our world. Yeah. And now finds herself a sort of superhero. Weird IP, but I'm kind of kind of up for it. Looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bit, bit, bit sort of like Horizon Zero Dawn vibes. You know, fish out of water mm. has abilities that other people in the world don't have. Load of monsters knocking about. Yeah, good stuff. Coming to the PS5 and I think PC sometime next year. Yeah. So, looks cool. 
Uh, Life is Strange True Colours unveiled. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big news is it's not episodic, which is really, really good news. It's not episodic, and it's Deck Nine again, who did Beyond the... Is it Before the Storm, sorry. Before, before the Storm. Be- before the Storm, mm. yeah. Apparently this will be the most visually advanced uh, entry in the series. Uh, Full-body mo performances and ditching the episodic release structure to launch as a complete story. Mm-hmm. It's been developed by Deck Nine, uh, as you say, who did Before the Storm. And... If you get the ultimate edition of Life is Strange True Colours, uh, it comes with a remastered bundle um, of with, that includes the original Life is Strange um, with Before the Storm in a kind of little remastered collection. Right. Sort, of, sort, of, sort of sweet, isn't yeah. it? I, um, I was sort of fed up of, of, the, of the Don't Nod vibe. Uh, I, I didn't really enjoy Life is Strange 2 very much. Mm. Um, I got really burned by the episodic thing. I was playing one episode like three months after the previous episode. Couldn't remember what was going yeah. on. Um, I mean, they, they <clears throat> it's not great. So it's really good to hear that it's that it's now just one thing. Yeah. That might make me kind of get interested in it again. But it does look like, you know, similar to the other Life is Strange. You know, a girl, magical powers, sort of Pacific Northwestern or snowy town idiosyncratic locals log cabins twin peaksy it's it's that classic sort of life is strange vibe yeah um, you know that's sort of what's turned me off from the series to be honest is that it doesn't really yeah. seem to vary in tone and themes no no well two was something of a departure but the but the trouble is in my opinion it just wasn't very good the writing wasn't right. up there the characters weren't as compelling yeah it was just sort of different i actually i really liked before the storm yeah i did um, too it was it did some did some really smart stuff ultimately i they've never for me anyway they've never matched the first life is strange i would agree still the best yeah uh, PlayStation offers a look at its next-gen PSVR controllers. They look bloody mental. Actually, <laughs> they look like... Do you remember... And this is a deep pull. Go on. Um, uh, it's the logo for... Sony Ericsson. The Sony... Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to say that? Do you... Do... It's a, it is, yeah, it's it? a little bit like that, yeah. It's a bit like that. If anyone else remembers the logo from the Sony Ericsson phones of the mid-noughts, I'm thinking the likes of the T610, mm. back when they were sort of hot mm. shit. With a um, little um, snap-on you know, camera. Little snap-on camera. And it looked like a sort of um, a green blob of, like, persil, <laughs> but clasped in a sort of white lattice structure. A really a weird little logo. Mm. Um, but it's it's these kind of look like that. It's It's a ring... That you put your wrists through and then grab a sort of old school joystick so that it kind of makes a sphere around your fist. Yeah. Um, it's got uh, haptics, it's got adaptive triggers, all that sort of stuff. Well, the um, um, R1 and L1 are grip buttons, so they're actually on the grip, yeah. so you hold them to like grab stuff. Yeah, I like that idea. it's kind of cool. Mm. It's um, it's a really interesting thing. It's kind of a big thing, a big differentiator between. Sony and Microsoft, it isn't really talked about that much. Yeah, like VR. Yeah. It's nutty when you think, God, they have a VR platform. It's a whole new... And I'm really happy, by the way, because I know easy to be sceptical of VR, but Sony's decision to back it, you know, many, many VR developers breathed a sigh of relief. You've got, like, the biggest company in the world going, yeah, we're going to do a new bit of VR hardware and we're sort of supporting it with the next-gen blood console. It's going to be a truth big deal. Too. Blood and Truth 2 for me, yeah, get London Studio on it, get Colin Salmon back, I'll yeah. shoot up some London geezers. Definitely. Uh, it's all good stuff. Speaking of which, Jade Raymond mm-hmm. forming uh, Haven Studios, a PlayStation exclusive studio, uh, after her 
uh, don't want to say dismissal, exit from Google Stadia, should we say. Wasn't it after they closed all um, the first party studios? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so this is like a month or two months mm. or whatever it was. Google were just like, yeah, we're closing the Google Studios, so moving forward, the stuff that's on Stadia is going to be made by other people. Jade Raymond was there. She was like the head of their internal studios. So she left, and uh, in a post on the PlayStation blog, uh, she said they're setting up, quote, an independent studio where many of the talented devs that I've worked with for years are coming together to do what we're most passionate about. Time Time for us to refocus on games in a place where we can practice our crafts without any barriers or impediments. Um, she said, we want to pour our passion into a project, uh, make something wondrous. We believe in the power of games to bring joy to people's lives, and Sony does too. Their commitment to excellence is unmatched, um, and it's why I couldn't be happy. Little um, little addendum support. to that. Unless unless oh, yeah. it's a PS3, PSP, or PS Vita game, in which case but, they yeah, don't we, exist we, we anymore. Really, we really wanted <laughs> to make a sequel to Ape Escape PSP, and they fucked us. I know. We'll, nev- we'll never closed, forget, They John. closed Japan. They closed Japan studio and now they're closing the shop. I can't. I'm livid. But Jade Raymond, Assassin's Creed. Thanks. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, clearly a very talented developer and a very talented studio leader. Um, Haven Studios. Exciting times. Yeah. Could be. Could could produce some sort of exclusive in the future. Looking forward to that. Who mm-hmm. knows? Could mm-hmm. be good. Uh, that'll just about do us. Oh, uh, Microsoft bought Discord for ten billion quid. They've done it, have they? It's gone through. <laughs> well, they're talking about it's it's in that um, will they won't they Ross and Rachel stage of business acquisition, <laughs> Brilliant. where it's like are they are they doing it? They're doing I, I'm it. I'm sorry, it's I, just I a cheeky ten bill. I can't wrap my head around that. Seven and a half billion for Bethesda, ten billion for Discord. What <laughs> doesn't add up? Well, I guess Discord has a lot of application like outside of games as well, doesn't it? It's no. Um, I mean, I don't I don't understand it either. By the way, I'm not like Mister Discord, no. but. <laughs> but you know, it's a really good way to chat to people while you're playing games. It, you know, I imagine they'll implement it into their infrastructure somehow. So, good stuff. Yeah, it's good obviously stuff. It's, there's, it's, there's something I'm missing here, but okay. Yeah, but we'll see. You know, maybe it won't happen. Maybe they'll go, actually, never mind. Actually, 10 billion is a little bit steep. A little bit steep. <laughs> Knock it down a peg bit or too two. Rich. That's pocket change. That's pocket change for, for Bill Gates. He's got 10 billion in, it, in his pyjama yeah, pocket. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. So... Mm. It's about time for the quiz, so I think we need to summon Matt from upstairs, and you need to, you need to get your brain in gear. Oh boy! Okay, I'll try. All right. All right. Fifty-four, oh three, lovely stuff. Let's summon the Matster. Okay. All right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and yep. I have, as ever, backup clues because I don't like drawers. Quiz, quizzical, quizness time. Matt from upstairs has joined us. Hello, Matt. How are you? Are you ready to be quizzed? You lost last week. <laughs> are you angry? How are you feeling? Well, I appreciate that. Um, I am ready to be quizzed. I'm, I'm, I'm be- trying to be less competitive now and care less because Rich is clearly going to beat me most weeks. So it's oh, fine. come on. Actually, actually, I say you lost. You didn't, actually. It was a draw. Like we both right. lost. Whoever wins, oh, yeah. we lose. No, wait a minute. I thought yeah. I... Oh, no, it was stupid, wasn't it? 
No, yeah, it, wasn't it was stupid. really you stupid. You simply massively failed. It was ridiculous. You, fa- you failed to remember by far the most critically and commercially t- it- successful iteration of a massive what franchise. What was it? <laughs> Remind me. Jurassic, Jurassic Park, wasn't it? Oh, Operation, Operation Genesis. Genesis. Operation Genesis. The Phil yeah, Collins yeah. edition. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right, here we go. Here we go. Clue number one. <gasps> And do we reset the winning streak? If, if it's a draw one week and neither one of you gets it... No, it's not technically is it a streak, like, is it? Yeah. yeah, it's not a winning streak. Because it's not... Uh, Un- unbeaten, okay, right. which like is that. unbeaten for a while. Mm. <laughs> yeah, for a while, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, clue number one. First appearance in a video game was in 2008. Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Get thinking. Get your brains in gear. Clue number two. Uh, I'm an ideal destination if you're overworked and feeling exhausted. Um, hmm. Clue number three. I might go there. Uh, though not, <laughs> though not widely reported, I almost certainly have an extremely high murder rate. Oh, not reported though. What's that yeah. about? Indeed. Uh, clue number three. Uh, I actually no I'm going to leave that clue uh, I'm going to do this one clue number three um, I'm famous for my lakes mountains metropolitan areas and later on my islands hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. clue number four uh, with my amazing weather uh, and beaches I'm a great place for walking but nobody does stop Richmond It's not Liberty City from GTA 4, is it? Incorrect. Hmm. Clue number six. Uh, I am the subject of a very famous and shit song. (laughs) (laughs) Famous shit song. Hmm. But in the opinion of the quiz master, of course, it's all relative. Famous Mm. shit song. Uh, Yeah, okay. Clue number seven. My most recent appearance in a video game. Was in 2018. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. I could try... We've got, got seven clues there. I could try and get some spice yeah, for it. Yeah, I think we're going to need it. Uh, ideal destination if you're feeling overworked uh, and creatively exhausted. Hmm. I'll add, add a little cheeky word. Creatively exhausted. Wait. Yes. Stop. Uh, Matt Lorigan. It's not. Um, oh, Bright Fools from Alan Wake, is it? Incorrect. No. We had that, haven't we? Uh, yeah. I, that's why I was getting myself. Th- okay. Isn't Alan Wake like 2011 so, yeah. or something? Or 2009? Uh. Yeah. yeah, I'm really struggling to place uh, what came out in 2008 in my head. See, I don't know why. <laughs> I should I should be like all over this because 2008 is the year I started in the industry, so I was fully engaged mm. with everything that was coming out. 2007 was like the big what. year, wasn't it? That was yeah. the year when all the games came out. Well, 2008 was pretty big as well. What sort of games, Rich? Just just list them off, you know. I don't know okay. like Battlefield Bad Company, Dead Space. That was 2008, wasn't it? Uh, with I tell you what, as about this one, with my amazing weather and beaches, which you might guess from my name, uh, I, I'm a great place for walking, but nobody does. Something beach, That's something driving beach, me beach, mad. Beachy beach, it's a beach beach place. <laughs> Why um, aren't people walking? Are they flying? It's a racing game. 
Hmm. Are they? Oh, no stop. one walks. Everyone runs. Rich Paradise Walker. City from Burnout Paradise. And this week's winner is Rich Walker. Well done. Yes. Well, done. Yes. well done. Thanks, man. Thanks. First appearance of Video Games 2008. Most recent appearance for 2018 yeah. with a remaster that was available for Makes current sense. consoles, including the Switch. With my amazing weather and beaches, I'm a great place for walking, but nobody does. Clues in the name, also subject of a very famous and shit song. Take you don't like that song? Paradise. I was going to say, That's I can't true. believe. Yeah, a classic. No, I never would have gotten that. Yeah. I don't like the song. I don't like him. I don't like the band. I don't like what wow. they stand for. Uh, but I do like Welcome to the Jungle, principally for its role GTA. in Trailer 2 for San Andreas. And uh, for the, the classic uh, Dwayne Johnson film, Welcome to the Jungle, also known as The Rundown. <laughs> and indeed, uh, Josh, you're going to draw a lot of flack for um, your opinions of Guns N' Roses' yeah, Paradise yeah. City. Y- your Twitter's going to blow up, mate. <laughs> you're going well, to be publicly what, shamed. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again. Yet again. <laughs> But, right, uh, what's interesting is, if I remember correctly, um, it wasn't a game you were, like, wild about. Who, me? Yeah, maybe you no, being I, quite I, cool No, I like it a lot. Like, it's just, it's, I didn't enjoy the driving not, to each race. I just wanted, I want to get into the races in Burnout. Isn't that the one where you didn't know that you could just warp to each race? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a interesting done. Yeah, probably. Brilliant. But Brilliant. I do. Yeah, because I remember. I think also in your defence, though, my I, I got a mate who said the same thing. He was like, "Oh yeah, that game tired me out loads. Uh, could, couldn't couldn't hack drive into each thing, especially once I'd failed." And I was like, "But you know, you can warp there." And he was like, "Oh fuck!" I, I honestly, <laughs> the original version of that, I sunk hours and hours and hours and hours into it because I played it with all the people I worked with on Gamers Universe back in the day as well. Um, oh, yeah. So we put in loads of time to the multiplayer, and I also remember I'd stick on uh, Ricky Gervais podcasts and play it for hours on end as well. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm getting a, I'm getting a, a sort of. I think I might be wrong about that. Actually, now that I think about it, I seem to remember that you can't walk. That you can't maybe. Yeah, walk. I, I don't remember Actually, being able to maybe walk. A, maybe a friend of mine. Maybe that was one of the. Because I reviewed the remaster. Actually, as well. do you know what? It was. It was the other. It was the Criterion game that you were the kind of outlier. Most what was that? Was it Need for the Speed? Mo- the 2012 right. most wanted. No, no that, the reboot, which like everyone like loved, but you were kind of a bit cool. I, I, on it, I wasn't. You? After Hot Pursuit, it felt like a backward step for me. Hot Pursuit was the pinnacle, as far as I'm concerned, and Most Wanted felt less. I, I've said this a lot, but pure. I'm going to say it again. Just the wipe out. Pure. Just, just <laughs> the, just give me the races. I don't need the open world. It just feels. Yeah. Well, now who's going to get shamed? All you've been playing is Forza Horizon Four recently. That's different. <laughs> That's a f- really fun open world. You can go off road and go wherever you want. It's really fun, and there's all the little stunts and things to do. Totally different ball game. But yeah, what do you reckon of? Uh... The, though not widely reported, I almost certainly have an extremely high murder rate. I sort of think that. Just yeah, must, must be, be true. true yeah, it? yeah, definitely. There's no one getting out of those cars. Like, like how mangled they are. <laughs> You're in the car for your own safety. Quite what about the? Yeah, what about like the uh, crash junctions? You think you think that isn't you know racking yeah. up fatalities? That's death. That's you're death. In cash. Yeah, it's, well, it's a terrible happening. accident. Cash, yeah, for, terrible cash accident. for murder. <laughs> and Carmageddon was uh, controversial. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, that's what I say. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not widely reported, but like there was no controversy. They have a dedicated radio station. He's not even talking about all yeah. the death and destruction. No. no. You're, you're no. Just like a number of people, a number of motorists <laughs> died no. today in downtown Paradise City. You're lauded. Paradise, you're lauded. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, that'll just about do us for the quiz. Well done to Rich Walker. We'll see if we can get up a streak. Mm. Uh, thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. Cheers, Matt. It's all right. We shall um, bid you. Do you mind if I? Because just you said something on the pod last week after I left. I was listening to it on the weekend, and I thought it was funny. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, you're talking about the Yakuza games, and you're like, "Oh, don't play Zero if you've not played the ones after," because that's like watching Star Wars Episode One. Or play one first. Yeah, you're like, like that. that's like watching Star Wars Episode One and not knowing that he's going to be Darth Vader. And I was listening to that, oh, and I was like, that was me. <laughs> As a kid, I watched episode one, and I didn't know who Darth Vader was at well, that's all. brilliant. Do you know what, what's funny is, I was talking to my flatmate about, and actually, I don't know if it led on from, because my flatmate listens to the pod, so it may have sprung f- from that. Uh, and this is sort of linked into what you're saying. When I was uh, a kid, and my mum took me to go and see episode one, I think I probably did... Oh, I'm not going to even say that. I don't know if I knew. But I remember being a stupid kid and watching episode one. And, like, it wasn't until, I think, the very end of the movie, or maybe even when I watched episode two, I was like, oh, sh- oh okay, the kid will be Darth Vader. I get it. Like, I didn't get it at the time when I was a kid. I was watching episode one completely not knowing that that was the story of Darth Vader. So slightly different yeah. to what you're talking about, I mean, the, but still the, a kind the, of really I, I didn't understand how prequels worked. That was the main thing. I, yeah. I was completely oblivious <laughs> to how prequels worked. So I remember going around to a friend's house yeah. and he had a Darth Vader like, cutout, and I'd seen episode one, oh, and he was yeah. like, oh yeah, that kid becomes Darth Vader. And I was like, well, what do you mean? That film came out before. <laughs> so it's set before. And they were like, no, 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 the new set film before. set before the old film. I'm like, no, 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 because the old film came out first and stories <laughs> go in one direction. <laughs> I yeah, just, brilliant. I refuse brilliant. to acknowledge what a prequel was. <laughs> you can't go That's back. Great. You That's can't. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there you go. Anyway, it's about time we hear from the listeners. So thank you very much to Matt and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, Goodbye. Matt. Well, yeah. If you put loads on, you're just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Brush, brush, brush. Bit of toothpaste. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. I'll spit. <laughs> rinse the toothbrush. Rinse the toothbrush. I like a healthy lather. You can only spit so much. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send them in and we'll talk about them. We got a few this week. Question, actually, it's not a question. No, it is a question. Yeah. It's a statement and a question. Good. This from Joseph, friend of the mm-hmm. podcast, classic Joseph Murphy. Is Josh okay? <laughs> I've noticed question. he's coughing and clear, clearing his throat uh, recently. And he's dead right. And I can't remember if I said this to you before the pod or if i said it on and then uh, joseph also asked has he been to the gp i haven't been to the gp but i think it was week before last and a nasty cold and producer dan was like you keep fading in and out are you moving away from the microphone i said yeah i'm moving away from the microphone because i'm bloody coughing every few minutes <laughs> you know um but yeah thanks for the care. see our listeners are great they're concerned that's good that's good that's great. Well, uh, conversely, yeah. don't worry about we it. We had someone tweeting. Right. Does Rich know that the world is not enough? on N64 is a different game. That that's cost me twenty five quid. So, you know. <laughs> what if you just bought the N64 I did last version? Night, yeah. <laughs> but boxed as new. Yeah. Looks well, pretty good. You know. If if you're messaging Rich, just know that those messages might turn into spent yeah. money, and then you know he'll get shouted yeah. at at home. Uh, next question. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm I'm on the mend. Good, by the way, 
got over that cold. Thankfully, wasn't COVID, just a cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there you go. This one from uh, Ryan Casper, mm-hmm. the friendly ghost. Hi, guys. Hope you're well. Uh, with Microsoft slash Xbox yep. uh, splashing the cash and now trying to ac- acquire Discord, what does Sony slash PlayStation need to do to compete? I thought uh, they could merge their uh, PS Now with a PS Plus subscription. Be a big step to help. Uh, but what do I know? See, it's kind of interesting because the PS Now and the PS Plus merging would be a sort of massive deal mm-hmm. um, in terms of, uh, I guess, in terms of competing or or sort of yeah battling against games. Tell you what, it'd add a hell of a lot of value. It'd be amazing. I would love that. And if they're going to close be- these stores, as the rumours suggest they're going to that would be, that would go yeah, some yeah. way to um you know making up for that that yeah the the value would it would be would yeah. be bonkers but having said that i don't really know what this proposed discord acquisition i don't know that that would necessarily change anything i don't think sony would well i don't know uh, by the way i'm not a you know a tech expert but i don't know that sony would look at the tech expert acquisition and be like oh a mm. tech expert and be like oh shit we've really got to uh, switch some shit up now yeah. I mean, do you? Uh, I don't no. know. Like, the, the the online infrastructure for, like, Xbox and PlayStation is pretty good, and uh, PS5 has, like, a fairly decent, by the way, just a little shout-out to the microphone that's in the DualSense. Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of a big boon. Like, you don't have to buy a just, headset, which is kind of good. What cool. I would say to developers but, is don't have it on by default. <laughs> don't have it on by default, yeah. But I would, yeah, like, I don't know that the Discord acquisition has much to do with it, but yeah, merging PS Now and PS Plus is massive. I, I've often thought, um, I mean, I know they're just different services, and if you want to play online games, that's that's a different kettle of fish, then yeah, I suppose you just, you have to get uh, PS Plus. However, I think a lot of people get into these services for the games, you know, with PS Plus you get the, the games with Plus yeah, every month, yeah. don't you? Uh, by far the superior server. If you're going to put down eight eight quid a month or something on Plus, but and you're doing it for the games, d- don't worry about it. Get get PS Now. It's it's like the range of like PS4 and PS3 stuff on there is terrific. Yeah. Um, I mean the PS Plus collection on the PS5 is excellent, so I would recommend that. But if you I'm in an R in between services and you're doing it because you want the games, Now is much better. Why than doesn't oh, PS Now just seem anywhere near as appealing as Xbox Game Pass. Why is that? I think it depends. It First of all, it's like Xbox Game Pass has like a bigger... Library. Um, c- collection yeah. And, 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 yeah, and library. And I think also it's it's re- reported about a lot because Microsoft's acquisitions of things like Bethesda and combining EA Play and it's very much at the front of Microsoft's strategy well, as Game that's Pass. that's maybe another thing. It just it's doesn't been, seem that visible on the... PlayStation UI. Well, that that's the thing. I think with PlayStation, because it's not the front and center of their mm. strategy like it is with Microsoft. It's like we have this thing, and like <laughs> it's mad. Like I'm often saying to, to like friends of mine, like yeah, like get PS Now. Like nobody's really talking about it, but it is. It is just really good, and it, and of course you have access to some great exclusives on there. You know, PS4 exclusives, PS3 exclusives. Um, it's terrific, but yeah, merging the two things would be outrageous yeah. value. That would be depending on what the price mm. would be. Anyway, <clears throat> um, 
Here we go. This is from Neil. Uh, not sure if this has been asked already this year, but what are your most anticipated games for this year and why? For me, I think I'd have to go for Kena Bridge of Spirits. Looks absolutely gorgeous uh, and gives me Zelda vibes. I second that one. Probably not my number one, but I look at Kena and I'm thinking, wow, that looks amazing. It's got that sort of soft-edged, sort of Pixar-ish look. A little bit like cameo elements of power yeah. as well. It just looks really, really cool. And I'm, ex- I'm excited as well because it's a brand new studio. Um Ember Labs, I think, um, which, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that does look interesting. For me, I mean, the next big release for me is um, Resident Evil Village, and that's not that far off now. Uh, May. Yeah. yeah, it's May. I'm excited for that one too. Yeah. Definitely. And then after that, um, you've got the following month, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. June. Yes, yeah, good so stuff. So yeah, those are my two yeah. that I'm really looking forward to, kind of imminently. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, like, it's, when you think about it in terms of the calendar, like, looking looking way ahead to, to stuff, like, way later mm. on in the year, I'm not even sure Horizon Forbidden West, though I would yeah. be surprised if that didn't get pushed into That's, next yeah. year, but, you know, it hasn't Actually, you've yeah. got Mass Effect Legendary oh, Edition well. as well in May. Uh, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, um, uh, that thing's uh, Sifu, yeah, really has me Ooh, excited. when's that? That hasn't got a date yet, has it? Uh it's this year, but it doesn't have a date. Right. So I don't. So I don't know. But if it comes out this year, then I'm super up for that. I never got like massively into Absolver, but the hand-to-hand like kung fu combat in Sifu, that trailer just looked amazing it, to me. It was the um, it was the sort of roguelike aspect that sort of. Um, I remember because yeah, you didn't actually know about that, and then I was telling you about it. For that. For sure, for sure. And I don't know if it's truly roguelike. It could just be when you die. I think it's like the op. It seems to be like the opposite of a roguelike. Okay. Like when you die, you actually get stuff. Because right. they're saying your character ages every time he dies, but then your expertise goes up. Like you're a, you know, an old wise warrior. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank as well. Like, uh, I wouldn't have thought I would be as excited as I am for Rift Apart. Looking at that game, it looks amazing. And I got a soft spot for Ratchet yeah. and Clank anyway. Yeah. Does it go? I tell you what, what I don't. It's somewhere near the top. I'm really, really excited for Returnal. Yeah, um, I think it. I think it looks excellent, but also, I just think Housemark is. They made one of the best shmups I've ever played in Next Machina in 2017. It was pretty much my game of the year that year. Uh, remember, I didn't play Breath of the Wild until now. I don't know how it would that would weigh into it, but that was an amazing year for video mm. games 2017. Mm-hmm. And Next Machina was like the top of my list. I thought it was yeah. terrific. But also things like Re- Rezo Gun. They're just a, a studio that has such proven pedigree with with, with those kind of shit. I think I've only ever played um, so that Rezo would be Gun really and high. Dead Nation. I don't think I've played anything else. A Dead Nation wasn't so... Yeah, well, Rezo Gun was yeah. really, really good. But um, yeah, I would absolutely recommend Next Machina. It's old mm. school in the best possible okay. way. Plus the voxels are just sublime. Voxel Corsa. Um, but yeah, Returnal... Voxel Corsa, mm. uh, Voxel. What did my, my dad, dad had have? a Cavalier? Cavalier was classic, but ours was after that. Astra. Astra. We had a Voxel yeah, Astra. That's good. Yes. Yeah. 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 I still remember the number plate for yeah, that car. That's weird. It was a it was a W mm. reg. Weird nice. one, isn't it? Uh, have we got any more? We have got that one. Got most anticipated. Um, I'm going to save that one for next week. Okay. Um, and we'll do because we, I got an intriguing one. Got an intriguing one next week. But I'll tell you what, I'll do this one because this one was emailed last week, and we'll finish Wonderful. on this one. 
Uh, this is from Michael, friend of the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, is this 70 quid games thing really going to last in the face of Game Pass? As someone still using PS4 and paying around 50 to 55 quid for new games, the next one on the list being Neo Replicant Remake, uh, I look at stuff like Ratchet and Clank or, and Rift Apart or whatever, and I just think... Uh, and, and I just think, shut up, Sony. <laughs> yeah. thing is, I, I'm part of the problem there because I have actually pre-ordered it for 65. <laughs> Rich, is, Rich is loving it. Well, and, I, and I will say it, as well... But, you know, I'm prepared to... Well, okay. Yeah. Rich is hopelessly under its thrill. I, well, I just want, I can't uh, wait for I the next Ratchet and Clank, so... Yeah. <laughs> so you pre-ordered yeah. it. Um, <laughs> it, is, it is steep. 70 quid's a lot, but... 70 you know. quids, yeah, it is a lot. We all know the arguments yeah. for, and we all know the arguments against. Um, I would say, because he sort of framed it as a, a 70 quid games thing on PS5. I should say, by the way, it's not just PS5, it's 70 quid everything. Like, 2K is doing it yeah. uh, cross-platform. If you want if you want the new 2K on, on Xbox, it's also 70. Well, you can get it for 65, as you, as you can yeah. on PlayStation. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is is also sixty five on the on the mm-hmm. Series X. Um, it's not just a PlayStation thing. It's a it's a next gen thing that's going to be uh, with with publishers. You know, two K coming out and saying, "Yep, yeah, you know, we'll do it on a case by case basis, and we'll see what happens moving forwards." But they know they can get that money out of people. They know I'm a sucker. Things, for 2K, I, so I, I don't know about it. you, but whenever I finish a game and I read the credits and see the number of people involved, and I think, how the hell? Are all these people getting paid a decent wage? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah. I don't know. I sure, think we've been sure. spoiled for too long, in a way. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that the increase has has much to do with the increased proportionate labour and how much it it does to do with publishers seeing an opportunity. Right. Well, that's different to raise the price. But I don't. But I don't. You know, I, I don't know. They they've been priced for that long for a reason. I don't. Think, yeah. You know. But yeah, no, you're right. We've been we've been treated well for years. I remember, you know, the fifty sixty quid for a new SNES game, right? Yeah. So it's not as if it's yeah a new thing. Um, but yeah, uh, but the, the idea that Game Pass would represent a threat to that is really really interesting, mm. though. You know, subscription services. Um, the short answer is I don't think it will. But the but the other answer is I I really hope it doesn't because as wonderful as these things are. They are also intangible, and the paranoid person in me, say for instance, the person who gets upset when Sony <laughs> announced that they're stopping support for the digital shop front, is yes, Game Pass is good, uh, and I do sing its praises. I do sing the praises of these various mm. subscription services, but I don't like the way that it's steering the lack of us permanence as a, as a, as, a, as a as a playing yeah. public. I, I will always rather having have things physically, and Rich Walker is a great testament mm-hmm. to that broadcasting from his grotto or, or wherever he is lined with classic consoles and yeah. games I mean, my house you know, is laden there's, there's only laden with uh, video games Sean laden is, yeah. with, uh, with, with, with goodies mm. and I mean that's the true backwards compatibility that's the way you always win out in the end it's like I was trying to play Grand Theft Auto 4 earlier this year can't play it on Xbox without cutting the music out. Answer: Get the 360 out play it the yeah. right way although actually doesn't I don't want to play that game patch through no Okay. Oh, uh, possibly, but you can play it off okay. the disc, whereas the Xbox One ah. won't play the game until you're connected to the right. internet. So yeah, that uh, makes sense. Yeah. And playing GTA Four without fascination by David Bowie isn't no. playing GTA Four. No, absolutely, so. that's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Anyway, that'll just about do us. Uh, thanks a lot to uh, Andy B, Adam Cook, and Colin Mahone for our thanks. jingles, dingles. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter, richwa 2 at Joshy Wise, Video Gamer Com. Tweet me or email me, podcast at Video Gamer, with your questions, your theories, your comments, your queries. Head over to videogamer.com for all your needs, video game yep. needs. Not just general needs, just video game needs specifically. Uh, and we shall talk to you next week. It's goodbye from me, goodbye. And it's goodbye from Richmond Good Walker. Good bye. Bye.